the Massage Life Podcast. I'm Melissa Pearson, registered massage therapist and founder of the Online Wellness Institute. I'm here with my husband, Jordan, who is a chartered professional accountant. Each episode, we tackle a specific topic and talk about ways that you, as a health and wellness professional, can thrive in your practice. This week, we're talking about kidney stones. (laughs) Kidney stones? Well, and organ pain. Okay. And... The reason we're talking about kidney stones today is because Jordan has had an interesting week. I'm currently passing a kidney stone. <laughs> well, I think it's mostly gone now. Yeah, it's been bad. It's been a bad week. <laughs> it's been a rough week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but drugs sure. are a beautiful thing. Yes. It's been very helpful. Do you want to tell them about your experience? What do you want to know? Um, how did you know that you were having kidney stone issues? <laughs> tell them what why is this funny (laughs) so I woke up and I wanted to die um yeah I well I've had kidney stones before I had my first kidney stone maybe about seven or eight years ago and back then it was a new experience because it was unlike anything I've ever experienced before and at first I was I wasn't sure if it was just muscle pain but then no matter what I did, I couldn't get the pain to go away. And where was the pain for you? So the pain was in my low back, and I think it was on the left side. I think it's always been on the left mm, side. So maybe I have issues with my left kidney. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but the pain has always been on that left side. And no matter what I do, uh, the pain just won't go away. Right. Um, well, I guess that's not entirely true. Like, if the stone stops moving, then there's no pain. Or if the stone passes completely, then there's no pain at that point. But as long as the stone is moving, then it's excruciating and I want to die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That that was definitely a scary experience. You curled up crying like a baby. Yeah. I think so when it happened this first time or a couple weeks ago, I was putting Abby to bed and then I was like, Abby, I just got to go take a minute (laughs) that she found me like curled up on the bathroom floor and I was just like it was I don't even remember what was going on it was just it's the most excruciating pain I've ever experienced yeah I've heard it's up there with childbirth or worse than childbirth so yeah I mean I I can only imagine I don't want to say that it's worse than childbirth well you have nothing to compare it to (laughs) but I um I had a friend once who had she's had kids and kidney stones and she said kidney stones were worse so Right. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty, pretty bad. And I saw you. I witnessed the pain you were going through. It was definitely a lot of pain. Yeah, it was definitely the worst pain that I've ever right. felt. You know, 10 out of 10 for sure. 10 10, yeah. Like when people go to the emergency room, it's always so funny when they're like, you know, so what's your, your pain on a scale mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. 1 to 10? And the person's like totally normal or they seem oh, yeah. totally well, people fine. Do that. People do that with massage appointments, right? They'll come in for a massage and we ask that question like, Rate your pain, zero to ten, whatever. And they'll sometimes say it's a really high number, like, oh, nine or ten. But they're like just chatting with me. They're like on their phone. They waltz, they're like skipping in to the appointment. They're like look totally fine. And I mean I get it that sometimes we mask our pain by trying right, to be normal. Right. So I'm not, yeah, dis- I'm not, I'm not discounting should... anyone's pain experience, right? Yeah, I don't think we should do that. No, we I'm not be careful not to. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that I mean that's a hard question. Rate your pain. It's like Right. I don't know what hurts. <laughs> like, but I know for me. That was without a doubt ten out of right. ten pain. Worst like, pain you've had. Worst pain I have ever experienced. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And so this this experience last week, um, like you went into the hospital, they did an ultrasound and they said that they couldn't see anything. Right. 
Um, however, the pain was similar to pain you've had in the past where you knew it was kidney stones. And so we were sent home with some, some painkillers and, and then the pain kind of subsided for a few days. Yeah. They told me that if the pain wasn't gone after four days, then I should go back into the emergency and they wanted me to go to this different hospital that specializes in kidney stones Mm -hmm. so that they could then do a CT scan and go in and remove the stone if they needed to. Right. And so... Um, it actually kind of worked out well because that was on Wednesday. And then on Friday, we presented at the Samoda conference here in Alberta. Mm-hmm. Massage, massage conference. Yeah, yeah, so it was a massage conference here in Alberta. And that was, I was really worried about that because, you know, I was experiencing 10 out of 10 pain. <laughs> and then, now I have to go present for four hours at this conference, which I was really looking forward to. I didn't want to cancel that. And uh, so with enough painkillers, you can get through just about anything. <laughs> And so I got... Is that I, the takeaway for today? Yeah, so that's the takeaway from today. If you do enough drugs, then everything will be fine. No, but it was, you know, it worked out well. And then Saturday was bad, and then Sunday was just horrible again. So I went back yeah. into Emerge. They did the CT scan, found a 6-millimeter kidney stone, um, went in, took it out. I was in the hospital for three days, still suffering from the aftermath of that <laughs> horrible experience. They blasted it out with yeah. the laser yeah. Yeah. So crazy. I remember when you had those four days and you were waiting and you were in pain. I remember you had these a moment where you were like, maybe it's not a kidney stone because they couldn't see it on that initial ultrasound because the ultrasound sometimes shows it, sometimes doesn't. Right. That's why you needed to go in for the CT scan, which would show it better. But I remember you had a moment where you were like, maybe this is just muscular pain. Like maybe I'm just having like a lot of back pain. Maybe it's not a kidney stone. Right. right. I remember you had this moment and you were actually getting me to massage it. And I was like kind of assessing the area and I had to kind of give you my opinion as to whether I felt like it was muscle pain or not. And so I think just from palpation, one thing I was like, eh, I don't know. And then also I found it interesting, like what you said, as far as nothing really relieved the pain, right? Like we got you to lay down, got you to move, like had you flex those muscles and it's like the pain was still there. It was so, interesting though, because as you were pressing really hard mm-hmm. on that area, mm-hmm. like the muscles around where the kidney is there was some relief Mm, mm -hmm. uh and i think that makes sense i I mean i'm not a doctor (laughs) (laughs) or massage therapist (laughs) or massage therapist i'm just a boring accountant but you know wouldn't there be inflammation in those surrounding muscles and so just by pressing on them it would alleviate some of the tension i don't know i don't Mm. know if i'm making any right no but but that is interesting that you say that it, it helped right it helped but it was very it was very temporary. Right. Right. It wasn't, there wasn't any sort of lasting relief, but like in that moment, it was just, it did feel good. Right. There was some relief that was. Yeah. That is interesting. And I mean, there's a lot of effects of massage and a lot of it is neurological, right? Like there's so many different nerve endings in the area We're we're providing a, a positive, healthy touch experience. And that's going to, you know, make you feel better. Right. But yeah, that's interesting that it was temporary. And it was, yeah, my ideas for this episode were just like, how do we as massage therapists, you know, people come in with pain and how do we differentiate between is this mus- muscular pain or is there sometimes something else going on? And we're not able to diagnose things like kidney stones, right? But we do need to kind of look for red flags and make sure that we don't use tunnel vision and always think it's, oh, it's got to be the muscles, right? Right. Because people can... <laughs> We are a whole body system here. There's other things that could be going on other than just muscular pain. And sometimes I, I get like that. A client will come in and I'm like, well, it must be this muscle. It must be that muscle. And it's like, 
or it could be a whole other multitude of things. Yeah. And so I just, as this episode is just kind of a reminder to not get tunnel vision. And I just want to talk about two other kind of case studies, just because I think stories are kind of fun. And so I was thinking about um, a client I had who in the past she had had salivary stones and uh, she came to me because she had similar experience, gone to the hospital and said, I think I'm having a salivary stone thing, extreme pain. She had had them before. And so they did an ultrasound and they said, no, it's not salivary stones. Like you're fine. You must just have TMJ problems. Go home and like put some ice on it or whatever. You're fine. And she came to me for a massage and she was crying. Like she was not well. She was in so much pain. She said, I don't know what's going on. I must be stressed. My jaw just must be tight. And just looking at her, I could see the swelling. Like her one side of her cheek was so swollen and I felt it very, very gently. It was like hot to the touch. I could hardly touch it. And she was like, ow, ow. It was so painful. And so I did a little assessment on her and I was like, I don't know, this doesn't seem like muscles. Like (laughs) you have this history of, of stones here. This is, and even I had her contract the muscles, same sort of thing, contract the muscles that didn't change it. Like positioning wasn't changing, opening her mouth, closing her mouth. Like that didn't change it too much. She did say that when she, um, was having food, like before she, like when she was getting her food ready and eating, that was the worst pain. Not the act of like opening her mouth or chewing, but just even like smelling food. So what happens when you like smell food and get ready to eat is your salivary glands start working to get ready to produce saliva so that you can digest your food, right? Mm -hmm. So what was happening is she was starting to salivate and that was pushing against the stone and causing pain. So I was just like, eh, too much going on here. Yeah. And so I said, I'm not a doctor. Can't diagnose you. I don't think that it's muscular pain but I don't know go back to the doctor I would say and so yeah the next day she ended up going back to the yard because it was so painful oh on her way she was driving yeah this is the rest of the story she was driving and she was trying to massage it she's like oh I guess it must just be muscle pain like the you know ER said it wasn't a stone and so she's massaging it as she's massaging her cheek the stone comes out into her <laughs> mouth <laughs> so it was a stone. it was a stone yeah and so um I think, I don't know if she ended up still going back in or she met with her dentist. I can't remember the rest of the story, but they said the reason why it didn't show up on the ultrasound is the stone was in her parotid gland, which is right over the masseter muscle, which made sense of why she thought, you know, they thought it was maybe the muscles. Uh, Very few salivary stones are in the parotid gland. Most of them are um, underneath here. I think it's the, there's two other ones, sublingual, like 87% or something are in, or sorry, submandibular. There is sublingual as well, but they're in some submandibular most often and so it's just really rare to have them in that in that one so that's they didn't they didn't scan that one they only scanned the one underneath that's why right. they didn't see it and so uh, that's just kind of I think the unfortunate thing about this whole experience is that uh, the doctors didn't take her seriously yeah. right she said that she said I felt very dismissed right yeah and uh, you know when I went into the ER with this kidney stone I I felt confident that that's what it was because it was something that I had experienced before. It's like, this feels exactly like my first kidney stone. And so I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And so when someone comes in with a salivary stone or what they think is a salivary stone, right? If the, if the pain is comparable to that, Mm -hmm. then you shouldn't dismiss that. Right. Right. You should, you know, rather than jumping to this conclusion or what you think the problem might be, mm-hmm. you know, actually take some time to listen to your patient, which I think yeah. is something that 
I'm not saying all therapists are bad at that. I think most people are generally quite good at that, but I think it's something that, that individuals should be careful right. just not to jump these, these conclusions. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a skill that we can all work on more. It's listening. Mm-hmm. It's so important for sure. The one last little case study I was thinking of sharing was one of my own experiences, which was I was probably 12 and I had some pretty bad abdominal pain. Like I was on the couch, like couldn't move. It hurt so bad. I remember mom's like, okay, I guess we got to take you to the doctor. Taco? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what everyone thought. They're like, are you okay? I go in to the doctor and yeah, he's asking me all these embarrassing questions. He's like, have you had diarrhea? Yeah. I was like, uh, no. He's like, have you been throwing up? I was like, no. He's asking me all these questions. And so he has me lay on the table and is uh, feeling my, my abdomen. And then, and, and it hurt. And then he had me do a little crunch, like a sit up and pressed again and asked if the pain was still there. And it was, in fact, even just doing the crunch hurt so bad. The pain was still there. And he said, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can rule out organ pain here. Like doing that crunch, activating those abdominal muscles and that increasing the pain, it's probably just your muscles. And so I think the day before I'd been on a friend's like trampoline or something, right? Like I was, I was a kid and doing dumb stuff and always busy and active. And so I think I just had a muscle sprain of my, of my abdominal (laughs) muscles, my rectus abdominis, which was kind of weird, but, um, yeah. So that's a a differential diet, like a little special test that massage therapists could do, right? If you have someone coming in, they're like, Oh, I have this, this pain here. Um, it actually has a, a fancy name. I looked it up. I was like, I remember learning this little test in massage school, but I couldn't remember the name of it. It's called carnet sign. And yeah, it's just to, to rule things out. So you just do exactly that, have them do a little crunch. And if that increases the pain, then it's probably something to do with the muscles. And if, um, if it, if their abdominal pain decreases when you do that, it could be a sign that the organs are affected because you're kind of creating this protective barrier by Mm -hmm. activating the abdominal muscles and pressing on it. You're now not poking through onto the intestines and everything like that. So, um, just a quick little test. I mean, it's not definitive or anything, but just to kind of get a better idea of what's going on. Right. So, yeah, I think my, my main takeaway for today is don't use tunnel vision and think everything has to be muscular. You know, we have organs and things too there's some cool charts too of organ referral patterns and they're actually super interesting like we all know heart pain right can refer down the arm Mm -hmm. with heart attacks and yeah other organs can refer other areas most of them are like kind of over the area even with the kidney pain right it's like mostly over the kidney right the heart is the most weird one which i don't know why be interesting to know why Hmm. i would love to okay any any other takeaways from this podcast Um, that's it from me Okay. Anything from you? No, not that I can think of. I mean, I'm just trying to... <laughs> Are you just trying to hold it together over there? I'm just trying to hold this... Yeah, everything. <laughs> just trying to keep my head above water. Um, no, I'm doing fine. I will get through this. Everything will be great. Uh, yeah, so I think the other thing we can remind people of is that we're on Instagram. So online wellness, we're on mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're always trying to post different things, useful mm-hmm. content. Um, we also have courses up at onlinewellness.ca so if you haven't been to our website yet uh, you should check out that website onlinewellness.ca we currently have nine courses we have a few that are in the editing phase right now and and a couple more in the works as well so lots of exciting things planned for this new year yeah okay see you guys later see you later bye